This special episode of Crypto Banter is brought to you by CoinStats. Manage your crypto and DeFi portfolio from one place. So, fellow DJs, we're here, Lisbon, in fact, at the Alex factory. It's a bridge between the old and the new, just like this big infrastructure project. On the one side, you've got the old city. On the other side, you've got blockchain and the future. And we're here for the Solana Breakpoint Conference. In fact, it's Solana Breakpoint One. And what a buzz it is here. You've got this arty neighborhood, which they're redoing with trendy people and, and restaurants. And, and then in the middle of all of this, you've got blockchain happening, projects building. You've got the who's who of crypto moving here into Lisbon because of the taxes. In fact, zero taxes on any crypto transaction. And that's attracting these people over here to come here and set up their crypto businesses in the heart of Lisbon. All right, let's go take a look at Breakpoint. It's Breakpoint One, the first in the Solana ecosystem. It's going to be huge. They kicked it off with a bang and in true crypto fashion. And huge it was. Over 3,500 attendees from all over the world. Projects, founders, and developers from the ever-growing Solana ecosystem. FTX, Serum, you name it, just look around. All here, all building. And we're talking to founders, VCs, devs, dApps, and our sponsor, CoinStats. And even a special prediction by Marin Altman and Sheldon the Sniper. Join Marin for an inside look at the conference as well. So this is the Solana blockchain visualized in real time. Looks pretty dope. I feel like I should take a video of this. All right, so we're here in Lisbon. I'm looking at my phone. Solana is the number four in market cap. But you guys invested way earlier, right? <laughs> we started investing in May of 2018, yeah. May 2018. What is the price of Solana in May 2018? Uh, the first round that Solana raised was at four cents. Is anyone using it? Yeah, today we see nearly 7 million people listening to stuff on Audius every month and uh, around 200,000 artists have uploaded content so far. How are you guys seeing the Solana ecosystem? Are people wanting you to integrate more, to do more things? Yeah, Solana ecosystem been growing recently, so we had to integrate Solana blockchain into our wallet connection, then we had to integrate the Solana Phantom wallet, and we are actually looking to integrate Solana into our own wallet. Solana straight up took over the city. From the Alex factory where the main stage was featuring big names, to the all-important developers at the waterfront suit, coalescing around the code. Then across the city we went to the gardens, housing some of the big announcements and NFT galleries. All in all, it was all about expansion. Just take a listen to Solana's co-founder describing the growth of the ecosystem. The ecosystem has been exploding um, and it's been truly beautiful to watch. And this is what it looked like in, in March and just watch it unfold. Um, you know, it's going to get too small each of these logos uh, uh, by next, next year. And you know, like we've been saying a bunch of times, we want to see a billion people using the network. But importantly, we want them to have you know, their own keys and have their own custody of their own assets. Kudos to that sentiment. In other news, we had a slew of big announcements. Brave, 
Render, Neon, Metaplex, Audius, and even Alexis Sahanian announcing his huge investment in the growing Solana ecosystem. Now what I'm seeing here, especially within the Solana community, is nothing short of awesome. We're earmarking uh, with the Solana Foundation $50 million to invest in the next wave of social built on Solana. It was applause all around, and the same for Brave. Solana's co-founder, Anatoly Yakovenko, on stage with original JavaScript developer and Brave founder, Brendan Eich. JavaScript is like a language that um, really revolutionized how we do application development, how we build, um, it's the foundation of the web. And I often think of Web3 really just being the web, just part of the bigger web. Yeah, me too. Got some good news. Um, so we think the Web3 browser should be the gateway to a billion crypto users. And we, we are therefore integrating Solana into Brave um, as soon as we can. <laughs> and here's, here's the, the cool thing. This, this is like an evolutionary path. We're going to make it so any dApp that is Solana enabled, wherever other chains, EVM compatible or Ethereum, whatever, it supports. If it supports Solana as well, we'll make it use Solana by default. Yeah. But super exciting. You like? Yeah, this, <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah. Fans also liked Render. Render's founders showing off all their Hollywood blockbusters rendered on their network. And now, moving over. These videos that you're seeing are all rendered on the GPU. Uh, Netflix, HBO, Disney, all utilize Octane and the Render Network to create their content. We also have future devices like holographic displays, which I think people didn't take seriously until people showed Human One, right? Which is this physical display using OLEDs. But the future pieces of physical NFTs, you're going to have these kinds of displays, and so will our iPads and our phones. And holographic displays, this is a simulation. It's like looking out of a window. You don't have to wear glasses. There's no head tracking needed. It just gives you a pure light field, and there's nothing like it. So obviously, I'm here to talk about Solana and why we're so bullish on it. OK, let's talk about the announcement today. So yep. you guys were initially built on Ethereum. Yeah, we still run on Ethereum. And you migrated to Layer 2. Yep, uh, Matic, now known Polygon. as Polygon. Yeah. And today you made an announcement that you're migrating to Solana. What was the, what was the logic behind it? So I, I would sort of caution by saying that the migration to Solana is we're adding Solana and we're going to be building a whole bunch of new things. Everything that's focusing on real-time, metaverse, and frankly, even the old stuff, it will all work on Solana. We're going to keep the Ethereum bridge open and we'll run on Matic and we'll run on Ethereum for as long as those nodes are, are operational. But as we're looking at the future, as we need to program like high-performance computing, as we want to write code that runs on a GPU and on-chain, there really isn't any other solution other than Solana. Solana's done something pretty incredible. I think that the speed and the security, because the problem with sidechains that are, you know, that are trading speed for security is that those things, you have you know, 100 servers, you can take over a sidechain, and that's not secure when you're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars worth of rendering or art. So I think Solana's got the right mix of security and uh, speed and programmability. Render pledging to build out the metaverse on Solana. Star Atlas, Metaplex, Chingari, NFTs, Play to Earn Gaming, social media apps, 
all here to do the same on top of Solana. And this really was a global gathering. But here we saw something interesting. We saw familiar faces from across the USA, Asia and Europe, all curious and all investing in the latest and greatest on top of the ultra scalable and ultra fast Solana that the founders built starting back in 2018. So I'm going to go through the network overview over the last year. Uh, what's been really most important to me is this idea of censorship resistance, decentralization, the Nakamoto coefficient, and the core of what Solana is about. And uh, it's been growing at a, at a pace that's just really um, like blowing me away. So Solana is a global state machine. I don't even like to call it a blockchain. Um, it's fast. In, uh, in relativistic terms, it's about, uh, it's about four times slower than it should be. And it's cheap and it's decentralized in the ways that we can measure. And it has done a ton of transactions. So a bunch of those are votes and it, that's by design. But a bunch of those are non-votes, they're now application transactions. If you actually look at things like ChainCrunch, um, there's about 700 TPS of just people using the network. Uh, I think that's more than everyone else combined at this point. <laughs> a subtle slight perhaps, or acknowledgement of the true developer chops here. Speaking of chops, we had plenty big names presenting at the conference, like a special remote guest appearance from the Bahamas by Sam Bankman-Fried. And I think behind us we have Sam Bankman-Fried, the CEO yeah. of FTX. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hey Sam, what are your thoughts on again sort of that hybridization of blockchain and slick sort of uh, user-friendly interfaces? I think that it is one potential way to absolutely supercharge um, DeFi adoption is to first build a great product but then combine it with an already existing massive user base. What happens when you try and scale DeFi up from hundreds of thousands, hundreds of millions of users? Because that's where all the up. Interesting times ahead. Going to be a lot of stories to cover. From DeFi mass adoption to DeFi 2.0, we heard from a fellow DGen, Melton Demers, with some important info on yield farming and market making. All right, how is everyone doing today? GM, can I get a GM? GM, yes. Um, also, wag me, like it feels like we are gonna make it. So money started with, with gold, really, right? Gold is a shiny rock, literally a shiny rock. Literally anyone who holds a crypto asset and has a risk appetite can be a market maker today. Whether you have a dollar, a hundred dollars, or a hundred million dollars, anyone can be a market maker via liquidity pools and AMMs or automated market makers. And this is just the beginning. So let's think about how big financial markets really are. Crypto, three trillion dollars. Precious metal, literally rocks like fucking rocks, $12 trillion market. Real estate, $30 trillion market. The M2 money supply, $40 trillion. Global equities, $106 trillion. So we're starting in our little $3 trillion market, but I believe that by the end of this decade, all of these markets will operate 24-7, 365 globally in one giant market called crypto. Crypto is a motherfucking black hole that is going to absorb every market in the world. 
super exciting. And so let's build this future together. <laughs> let's put the fun in financial computation. Thank you for listening and thank you so much for your time. Bye. No, thank you, Milton. As she exits, we check in on Carl Samani from Multicoin, Vinnie Lingham, and Bai Kim from Hashed, all early investors in Solana dating back to the doldrums of the bear market of 2018. And you were both very early into the Solana ecosystem, really early investors. Can you chat a little bit about what you saw uh, in the, the founders of Solana early days? Yeah, I've been very fortunate to work with Anatoly and Raj since kind of April, May of 2018. Um, and there were always a few, a few things that struck me. Um, one was Anatoly was just very focused on making things go fast. Um, his whole career, if you kind of looked at the work he did at Qualcomm and at, at Dropbox and at Mesosphere and the different kinds of stuff he's built, he's just like, I make things go fast. Let's talk about the people here. Yeah. I get a feel that the caliber of people at this conference, smarter people, more serious investors, I haven't seen much flake retail at this event. Solana is not really a retail product yet. Like People haven't realized and woken up to what's happening on Solana. And the people here right now are the ones who are more open-minded and looking for what is the best solution for the world, uh, which is, in my opinion, very fast, low-cost transactions. And I think that that is something which we need in the blockchain and Solana delivers. What do you think when you look around? Like, look at look at this place. Look at the brain yeah, power. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Does it remind you of the Ethereum yeah. days, the old Ethereum right, days? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is a uh, very impressive uh, what kind of community they were able to build and the uh, technical uh, developments they provide to new generation of builders coming in. So that was then. You look at the ecosystem now. Look around you. I mean, this is this is Solana. It feels like it's, it's it feels awesome. like Ethereum. It feels like like, like all the Ethereum people are, are around here. What are you looking forward to next in Solana? The thing I'm looking forward to next is seeing composability extend beyond DeFi. So last summer, Ethereum DeFi really took off. We had this DeFi summer moment. And if you really think about what made that possible, it was you have the ERC-20 standard that lets you basically move tokens between all of these systems and it all just works, right? And that's kind of what we call composability. And um, I think there's going to be an opportunity to extend that beyond a strictly DeFi trading construct um, into NFTs, into social tokens. You can see little bits and pieces of this live now, people trying to do lending against NFTs, fractionalized NFTs, but like it still more or less doesn't exist in a meaningful way. Uh, I think you're gonna see the intersection of social tokens, NFTs and DeFi intersect in a big way on Solana in 2022. And that's gonna be like a big aha moment for a lot of people. I think the thing that surprised me the most here is that we're seeing projects building stuff that you couldn't build on ETH. Yes. Like I see Audius building yes. on Solana. And when they were talking about what they're doing, you can't do that on Ethereum. Yes. The same thing with, uh, I think, the Sochingari, which is the TikTok of, of India. Yes. You can't do that shit on Ethereum. So Sochingari is an amazing, amazing product because effectively it's you're taking social video and you're adding this like layer of incentives using tokens and then you're doing it on a blockchain that's ultra fast and cheap to settle so people can earn micropayments and pay each other small amounts on a blockchain which is fantastic so what are you looking at now what are the trends now because you guys identified <laughs> luna terror you identified i'll give you you identified nft gaming yeah what are you looking at what's next what what comes next 
Yeah, many of our uh, recent focus has been around continuing to double down in metaverse and gaming. Uh, this is not so much like focus on just the gaming part, but it's more on how can we create entertainment, culture, and stickiness in crypto protocols. What we decided to do is uh, we bought uh, two gaming studios in Korea with our prop capital, and now we built a team of 40 people, game developer, designer, community builder, economist, and they're building four different games on top of our portfolio, such as Solana, Terra, Ethereum, and that's really you know how you tangibly help our portfolios to build faster because now we have a development power yeah it's any, a standard. It's any a standard. other project that you've seen here that you think that our audience should keep an eye out for you know I'm gonna be biased and say right now there's a lot of great projects out there but my favorite is still render and wow that's know, a big statement. yeah I, I really think render is is uh, untapped Wow yeah. Vinny so good to see you brother it's always good to have you on the show <laughs> good to see you, man. thanks man. Cheers. That's from the outside looking in on Solana. Let's get an inside look from the team. Okay, so I know what you guys are thinking. It's been a whole show about Solana and we haven't degened into any coins yet. I know, I know, that's what you guys are thinking. So what I thought I'd do is I get someone who's really in the know. And what I'm gonna ask him is I'm gonna ask him about all the new projects that are coming out. So we know where to look to find the new projects that are coming out, right? Okay, let's do this. Austin. Hey. So you're positioned at the epicenter of everything new that's coming out of Solana, right? Oh man, as much as we can keep track of. I mean, there's new teams launching every day that no one at Solana Labs has ever talked to. And that's actually one of the greatest things to see. What's going on? Is it, is it all NFTs? Yeah. Is it all Metaverse? Is it DeFi? So the really cool thing is it's kind of everything at once, right? What we're, what we're seeing now is, uh, you know, in, in June, there are two NFTs on Solana. Genuinely too. July, about 20. And then we saw this inflection point that really hit right around the DGN 8 launch, that kind of timeline, late August. And now we're just seeing that accelerating continue. Uh, we built a bunch of the code that then another team took and made Metaplex out of, which is where the, all the NFT activity at Solana's wow, come from. Metaplex. Yeah, so they've done about 2.6 million NFTs at this point. And so the, one of the great parts is like DeFi is now in a very mature state on Solana. We still see top tier teams um, moving on to Solana, building new things in DeFi. Jet Protocol is a great example yes. of something like that. Um, and then in terms of the metaverse activity, you know, the, the stuff you saw Jules announce here with Render and their announcement that they're moving. Everyone's talking about Render. I've had three guests on the show. Everyone's talking about Render. The beautiful thing about this is it's all cross-chain, it's all interoperable, right? Yes. If there are people who want to use Render on Ethereum as an ERC-20, perfect. If there's people who think there's a better experience for them on Solana, great. All right, what's coming out of the Solana ecosystem? We're talking about new launches, new products that our, that our audience should keep their eye on. Yeah, you know, I think we're going to see a lot of stuff through like Neon EVM, which uh, you might have seen a bit today. They're, they're coming up towards a mainnet launch. That allows anyone to take bytecode developed for Ethereum or any Ethereum dApp and run it through Neon on Solana. And those applications can actually interact with Solana native code as well. So you're going to see that interoperability where someone like an Aave could take that code base that they have and with minimal effort, right? We're talking like a week or two. But Lido is a great example of this, right? Yes. Lido now operates both on Ethereum and on Solana. And they're actually cross-communicating between the protocols through Wormhole, and they're able to do that messaging. So if you have Lido on Solana, you can still vote on the Ethereum contract. Yeah. It's very exciting. We'll see you guys next year. Thank you. Sounds great. See you next year, man. See ya. From the inside track, let's go to the builders building the surrounding ecosystem on Solana. 
And in this case, both Render and Audius announced that they too are migrating or building on Solana. So you said that the product couldn't continue to work on Ethereum. Let's translate that into actual user numbers, transactions, and try and get a feel for the difference between a project being on Ethereum and a, a retail-driven, consumer-driven project being on Ethereum versus being on Solana. From the first public version of Audius, we were always running on uh, this POA network sidechain and Ethereum. Today's usage of Audius, like just as a, as a hypothetical, we're running on Ethereum right now, fully on, on Ethereum. Um, Audius right now generates, or our users generate about 400,000 transactions on chain every day on Solana. Wow. Um, so every one of those 400,000 transactions would need to be submitted against Ethereum. You take an average, uh, let's, let's be super conservative and lowball the number, like call it 10 bucks per transaction. Uh, that'd be $4 million a day being spent on gas by our users. What does um, that cost in Solana? Uh, Today, uh, I believe it's on the order of hundreds of, of dollars, but hundreds of dollars, yeah, hundreds of dollars a day versus four million. Um. So, as a builder, as a developer, when you see that and you think about Ethereum versus Solana, what do you see the, the future of Ethereum look like? Yeah, I think um, Ethereum has the most robust network effect around it right now of, of any chain, right? Um, and I, I think that has value, right? How do you think the centralized guys, the SoundClouds, are looking at this? You think they, they looking at this and going, wow, we need to get onto the decentralized train? Or how do you think they view this? Yeah, so I, I've actually spent a lot of time chatting with a lot of those folks. Uh, 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 they are, many of them are reaching out to us to just try to understand you know what's what's happening here and what's interesting um we're not concerned about competition there because the you know audius is owned and operated by its its user base it's i don't think it's possible it's to like it's yeah, decentralized i don't think it's possible to turn like a centralized company into a community operated network um and we haven't seen a successful example of that like ever. certainly not so, the incumbents yes. certainly not the incumbents all right well if i was the incumbent i would be shitting myself knowing what these guys are building let me tell you i would be sitting there and going how quickly could i jump the centralized ship and join the decentralized ship uh, oh we're recording <laughs> pardon interruption so we interrupt our programming to bring you Maram Altman, the astrologist, and to see what's going on with the builders on the ground right here. Hi there, I'm Marin, and we are here at the Solana conference at the LX factory, which is a pretty dope factory. They even have red, black, and white, looks like nuns up there. Inside we have a bunch of cool sponsors and people here for the conference. So over here we have a Sendex. They have macaroons, which is dope. Hey, what are you up to? Hi, how are you doing? Uh, we are serving cookie dough currently at a Sendex. Cool, cool. How are you liking the conference so far? I'm loving the conference. We also have Chainlink over here. Fun fact, Chainlink was how I learned to trade. So special place in my heart and loyalty for Chainlink. We have uh, the Chingari booth over here, India's fastest growing short video app. Maybe maybe I need to migrate from TikTok. We'll see. We also have FTX NFTs over here. I saw, I think, one of my NFTs actually up here. And it seems we have SBF's hair in an NFT. We have some geckos. That's one of the things that I own is actually a gecko. I don't own SBF's hair, sadly. All right, let's go talk to some people at the conference and see what they're working on. Yeah, well, what are you working on? So I've launched a virtual reality metaverse. 
called Africa Rare, which is a metaverse marketplace to unlock African creativity. Interesting. What are you building? I'm building 2D Pixel Social Metaverse that gamifies whole Web3 stack. I love it. Love to hear it. Awesome. Thank you. Oh, what are you working on in the space? So I founded one of the first PR agencies called Crypto PR, and now we are coming up with a new project that will decentralize content, but also purify it. What are you working on in particular here? We are working at Synapse, and we are a KYC provider. Yeah. Hello. What are you all working on? We're working on a on a platform called Art to Act that is that is supposed to bring in the different stakeholders from the arts world in order to empower artists and to make them become financially I like it. independent. I like it. Are you all artists? No. No. Okay. Do you do any yield farming or anything? Uh, I kind of. I'm not. I'm not an act. A little bit. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. So you know how. All the best yields are at the beginning of a project, right? Right, right, right. There you go. But the problem is there's all these rug pulls, hacks, right, scams, right. all this. So with our protocol, you can just take the smart contract, you can put it into our scanner, and in two seconds it'll give you a security report telling you if there's any exploits and things that are risky, so you should probably stay away from Where were you when Titan happened? Let us investigate this robot. It seems to be peaceful, does not seem to be a threat. Hi. Uh, our logo just came across the screen, so we just want to celebrate a pretty cool moment. Yeah, what's your logo? What are you with? Ratio Finance. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. we're a collateralized debt position uh, protocol, so we're, we're, we're hoping to launch pretty soon. These are the co-founders, actually. Built on Solana, yes, yes. Hoping to launch a main debt uh, rather soon in the, in the next coming weeks. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Oh, and you, um, I think you have the second best shoes here. Maybe third, but at least second. So, good Hey, you know you. what? The first place goes to you, absolutely. This Thank is you, I agree, I agree. <laughs> so that's it for today. I'm all done with what I have to do. Now back to you, Ren. Wow, it's full inside. I mean, what a great crowd. Yeah, yeah, Solana crowds have been great recently. Did you expect that? Yeah. So none of this would be possible without our sponsors. We get sponsors to help us pay the costs of flying producers in and sound people in and editors in so that we can bring you these amazing productions. And this is our sponsor right here. You know them from the show. It's a Coinstats app. They help you with all your portfolio management. And what have you seen? So you've been here, you've walked around, you've seen the projects, you've seen the people. What, what, are, you, what are you walking away with? Uh, what I've seen is a lot of excitement and a lot of smart people working on a lot of innovation around here. Solana ecosystem, as I told, have been grown rapidly recently. It's probably the second biggest blockchain ecosystem after Ethereum now, and uh, it's, it's, it's growing pretty good. And we should keep an eye on it as a app who aims to become a portfolio manager and front end into blockchain. And guys, remember, if you're not using Coinstats, go and download it. There's a referral link below. You get a discount. And then you can view all your assets, whether they're on the exchange or in a wallet, on one place. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I never know where my assets are. I spend hours looking for them. With Coinstats, I see everything in one wallet. I know how much my portfolio is going up and down by looking at one wallet, one, one viewer. Go download it. Listen to me. Do it now. Right now. Quickly. And that's a cut. <laughs> but not a cut just yet. Hold on and let's go back to Marin with a special guest live here in Lisbon.
All right, on my left, I have Sheldino. You all know Sheldino because he does charts. He uses charts with lines to tell us whether the market's going up or down. But on my right, I have Marin. And she uses the stars and the lines and the charts. Yeah, yeah, uh, how do you do that? Um, so I use astrology to examine the correlation between worldly events and planetary alignments and financial markets are a world event. So I use that to have a bias on days or weeks or months on a bearish or bullish time frame. And from that I then look at the technical analysis to know how to execute the trades. But I feel like the astrology gives me an edge on a fundamental level to then use technical analysis to trade. So you guys would make a great couple because he's like a technical analyst and she uses the stars and technical analysis. Now, now hold on. You say that Bitcoin is going to close the year at? 100 minimum, 100k. Okay, now, if you take your methodology where you combine like, the stars and the technicals and the charts, what do you say? So I do see a bullish end of year. I do not claim to have any price prediction, but I think 100 to 120k is a reasonable level. Okay, but what do you see in the stars that make you say it's going to be bullish? Like, I want to try and understand, yeah. what am I looking for? Can I do it without you doing it? Like um, you could if you learned planetary aspects and looked at the geometry and angles between planets and then extrapolated that onto the financial market. So I'm looking at the, there are more favorable alignments between planets and unfavorable in the context of Bitcoin's chart. And end of year, there do have some major caution signals that lead me to think that there will be a major correction end of year. See, she's also talking about the correction. I also said there's going to be a correction. Short-term correction, yes, yes, short-term correction. Yes. Short-term correction or long-term correction? I don't argue that it's short term, but it looks pretty major end of year. So like pretty, pretty major. Yeah. Yeah. Are you saying I'm going to sell all my altcoins now or wait? I said January. I would, I would wait. I would. Gen December 28th is a major caution signal. It's the same thing that happened in May is happening again. The exact same alignment. So um, I'd say for me personally, I will be de-risking, but uh, to each their own. Look, I'm with her. 28th of December. I'm, I'm selling everything. <laughs> Remember, we need a Bitcoin shakeout and then the alts have to do their run and then yeah. it's the alt shakeout. Yeah. All right, I'm with her anyway, let's go. <laughs> After our walk, I caught up with Quain Telegraph, who wanted to know all about what makes Banter so special. Well, here's to you, our community. You grew exponentially. We have like almost half a million followers now on YouTube. Can you tell us about the secrets, uh, the, the, the main aspect that allowed you to uh, generate such an exponential growth in terms of followership? So what we're building is something that's really needed. We're building 24-7, 365, credible crypto content. And that doesn't really exist. In the traditional world, if you want to get a view of the markets, then you switch on CNBC and you switch on Bloomberg, and within half an hour, you know what's happening in the entire world uh, from a credible source. But in crypto, that doesn't exist. So if you want live crypto content now, where do you go? You got Twitter, which is crazy. You need to spend your whole day on, on Twitter. You can go to Telegram, but I don't know what your Telegram looks like. My Telegram looks like a fruit salad. Or you can go to YouTube. The problem with YouTube is that most of the people are paid to talk about tokens. So you never know whether what they're saying is because they believe it or because they're being paid. And we've just found a bunch of people who are like-minded. We call them the banter family and we walk them through this journey of crypto. Effectively what I do is I learn crypto during the day, all day. I learn and I study and I study. I come to conferences and then one hour a day I tell them everything that I've learned and what I'm going to do about it. 
So I'll come out of a conference like this and I'll say, look, I learned that Solana is this and Audius is this and Metaplex is this. And this is what I'm going to do about it. And then I do it and I do it live on the show and they can see it. And so we're on this journey together. It's not me, it's me and this family on this journey. Much like Solana, Banter is creating a community, a network effect all plugged in together. You've seen the scenes from this incredible conference, this confluence of builders and developers setting a new course on a new chain, much like the Portuguese explorers did before them. They weren't the first like the Spaniards, but they were some of the best. Maybe there's a parallel with other blockchains before them. And that is a wrap. It's been a hectic few days here at the Solana conference in Lisbon. We've seen amazing projects. We've seen an ecosystem about to explode. And if you want to follow the developments of this ecosystem, keep following our channel because we are big Solana DJs. I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Until then, trade well, my friends.